Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. This has turned into a beauty here in Portland. High drama down the stretch. Garland off an Allen screen. Then Jordan Nurkic stops, spins, and scores. Tall back, baby. Broadcasting live. Yes. From Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse on the sunny shores of beautiful Lake Erie. Rebote de Love, su décimo quinto, y la tiene Mitchell con 52 puntos en la noche. Busca la araña contra la Va a levantar el triple en el centro. ¡Sí, señor! ¡Double Nico para la araña! In downtown Cleveland. Hello, Cleveland! Hello, Cleveland! You've tuned in to Wine and Gold Radio. That's what I'm talking about, man. Now, here are your hosts, Rafa and Joe G. Surprise, surprise, surprise! Yo, hey, everybody. Hey. <laughs> and welcome to Wine and Gold Radio. I don't even know what episode this is. Really Wine and Gold Radio. It's the episode after a massive long road trip, a one road home game, and then another road game, <laughs> and then now back to back before we go away for another week. I didn't go to Memphis. But that's did, what it is. Did you go to uh, Graceland? Did you have time to get over to Graceland? No, be, you know what? I, that's one of the few things that I, one of the few places I'd like to go. You've uh, never been to Graceland? Yeah, I do. Okay. I used to work with uh, the St. Jude Children's Hospital. Okay. We used to do a, a 48-hour radiothon with them. So we used to do the tour of the, of the hospital, which is one of the most beautiful and most saddest things you ever do in your life. If you go see that little piece of heaven there in Memphis, Tennessee. And we always went to Graceland. Nothing to do. I'm not much of an Elvis fan. Okay. I'm more a fan of his wife. You know, but what are you going to do? But I didn't want to go because it's a sad spot right now with the with the passing of Lisa Marie. That's true, but now sure might have been the best be time. No, but there will be too many people, too many of you people. I am Joe G. He is Rafa Hernandez Brito. This is Hawaiian and Gold Radio. You're on the wrong side of me today. Yeah. Uh, we're just back from the road trip. Uh, that was my first road trip in two years. It was good to get back. It was good to Why get back. Why were you me. in Memphis? Uh, I don't know. They're kind of scheduling me kind of weird. But uh, Why? I don't know. 
I'm it's not up to, to I'm going to have to get behind that. It's not up to me. If I would have been there, I'd have, I'd have gone to Great because I you, love it there. Maybe if we give you a phone or a camera, they'll put you on board. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get started there, man. Uh, so anyway, the Cavs went two and three on the road trip, uh, came back, uh, knocked off the Pelicans on MLK Day, and yep. then went back out and lost a, a tough one in Memphis. On Probably the best game we played in on the road, at least. And, and, you know, it was a great basketball game. Yeah. You can call it whatever you want and second guess and blame whoever you want to blame. It's a great basketball game with, between two teams that were. And, and, and they could have folded at one point. When they were down 19 in the second quarter, I thought, mm, tonight's a night where you just yeah, kind of call know, it. And, yeah. You know, I but they my, didn't. My, I pulled out my Jones calculator <laughs> and said, you know, if they're down less than 10 at the half, we're in business. And. <laughs> And, and it worked. You have like a, a Jones, like a... Like a Jones Abacus. <laughs> <laughs> Mike hey. Tomlin has asked me for it sometimes to like calculate whether or not he should go for two, but I haven't, <laughs> I haven't let it to him. Hey, um, before we... You know what? We were going to like do our normal thing today, but we have two special guests. Actually, we have... We have we have one and a half special guests. The, the, of course, the the regular guy is is our boy El Muchacho Here he is, the Golden Boy. He's here, but we have his. Were we classmates? Were you guys? What what was it? Yeah, we were we're a year apart in school. Yeah. Okay. So, and okay. neighbors. Who was, who, was, who was ahead? Matt. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. The, so the Golden Boy, and we're—he's kind of—he's he, part of the staff, but we have a special guest in athletic. What, what would we call it? Beat reporter. Yeah. Cavs beat reporter from the Athletic, Kelsey Russo. There's a special Finally guest. We got How I know. Have I been asking to bring Kelsey on? The She's show? been big timing us for like two years now. <laughs> yeah. But we finally we kind of lured her in with Matt Gold because they are Hudson. What's the, what's the Hudson? What do you guys? Hudsonites. Oh, oh, oh explorers. we're explorers. Explorers? Yeah, how's that? Explorers. It's yeah. a sub They're ahead of their time, you know? <laughs> <laughs> ahead of, they were ahead of their time. They didn't want to have a mascot that they had to change the name. Right, I guess so. Yeah, that's good. So it's politically correct mascot. Mm-hmm. And what was uh, the mascot? Like, what was he dressed off? It was like a... It was like a I think the, I think the mascot's name was Thor, yeah. but it, but it had like a I don't know he had like a silver like almost Viking looking helmet on. Okay, but Thor was explorer. He was. I mean, he was a Vikings like, like ship. They, like they we plundered were, and mm-hmm. pillaged and mm-hmm. yeah, our logo was a ship. Yeah. Okay. So the saying was like, "Don't give up the ship." Whatever okay. that means. Oh, okay. So. Okay. okay. Kelsey, were Don't you and we? Sink. I was not. <laughs> I was not in Memphis last night on. Uh, Wednesday night were you? I was not. I watched it from home. Okay, um, but, uh, but you were on the first part of the road trip with us. Yes. And uh, what did you think of? Uh, I guess the games you were at. The Utah game was obviously really cool. Yes, the Utah game was very cool. I was very surprised and you know kind of happy with the um, response that Jazz fans gave Donovan and just kind of with everything surrounding that. Um, that was a very good game mm-hmm. too. I mean, obviously that. Um, set that possession, that seven point possession was mm. kind of that one hurt, but that hurt. Um, but it was a really good game. Other than that, um, the Denver game was obviously tough because without Donovan playing, um, you're missing a big piece, and Jokic just kind of dominated that game. Mm. But um, the Phoenix game, I thought, 
you know, kind of considering as they were missing so many guys, they needed to get win that one, um, and they showed just kind of a level of, of ability to go out and take care of business and, and get a win there. So I thought that was a good win. Phoenix is glad they don't have to see our first oh our God. guest tonight, Raul Neto. Yeah. Because, man, he kicked their ass this year in two well, games, You know what? He? he kicks anybody's ass when he comes in because I think he, he plays at a speed so different than everybody else on mm -hmm. our team does. So everybody's used to whatever cadence we're defending on. Mm -hmm. And then you see this. I always, I think it's like a version of Delhi, the way Neto plays. He's the and, Brazilian Delhi. Yeah, but he plays with such yeah. reckless abandon and, and good reckless abandon. Yeah. That he, he kind of always makes an impact and injects energy into our team and kind of disrupts the other side. So I, I, I love Raul Neto, Raul Tony, like some of us know him, but we'll... we'll and it was and it was cool to see him go back to Utah as well. And Salt Lake City. I was upset that they didn't have more for like like Antonio Lang. You know, he was coming back. They, to well, a, they had a they had a sign outside yeah, the locker room, which was kind of cool. Yeah, they did. That was pretty cool. It was good. It's the sign of the times too. How there were actually some booze. You know, you can't <laughs> yeah. get rid of those, right? They, yeah. Like, after a guy spent five years there and basically did everything. Well, and I wonder if I wonder if any of that, any of his racial comments, had anything to do with that. I, I don't know. I don't know. The one, the that. one. I, I tell you, one takeaway I had from the road, and Kelsey knows she's been on. You guys have been on the road with him. Donovan Mitchell is. I'm. I. I'm kind of in awe of him. In one, as a basketball player, but also as a person. Wow. He. I mean, he is the coolest guy. He'd be the. He'd be the coolest thirteenth man on the team. The way he the way he handles the media, the way he handled it that night, the way he handles it every night. He's just uh, he's cool. He's approachable. Uh, as far as a superstar, he's. Yeah, he's the thirteenth guy now. I'm How just saying. What I'm saying is, <laughs> if he was the thirteenth guy on the team. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's but let's cool. talk about good, important things. I mean, Georgia okay. won the championship. So yeah, dogs. in a row. Yeah, right? and and Kelsey witnessed on New Year's Eve. She was there to watch the demise of your beloved Ohio State Buckeyes. I was so happy. I was such a Georgia Bulldog. I'm such a dog lover. You know, it and was how awesome. drunk were you that night? Um, I was pretty tipsy. Okay, very good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, As, that night or the whole day? The whole uh, day. The whole day. <laughs> yeah. oh, we'll say the whole day. We started kind of early. We because obviously going to Georgia. Um, all my friends like live in Atlanta, so we all went to tailgates during the day and then went to the game. So it was, was that like a home game, even though they give the same amount of tickets to both schools and whatever. It felt like it, it, it. I mean, there was a lot of OSU fans there. Like I will, like there was, it was, it felt pretty split. Um, obviously, it's kind of hard to tell because both schools are red or a mm -hmm. version of red, mm -hmm. so Scar wasn't like how say not red. They're scarlet. Scarlet um, and green. Yes, <laughs> but um, it felt like a home game just because so many people who live in Atlanta are Georgia fans. So many people who live in the state of Georgia are Georgia fans. So it just kind of felt like there was just a huge. Georgia presence there. Do you so. like that stadium? I never been there. One oh, of the I new love it. That I never worked. It's at. so cool. It is like, it is the the layout's really cool. The like the openness, the the scoreboard you is know. really cool. Like it's just the it's yeah, I love it. Mercedes Plus, it will always have a special. I mean, yeah, I've seen I've seen them win now. SEC championships there. I've seen them now win, you know, playoff games there. So it has a lot of 
has a lot of meaning there. And were you nervous on the championship game? Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, I was yeah, I was nervous yeah. until the fourth quarter when it was you know Come fifty on. something <laughs> seven. I, if I was a Georgia fan, I would have stopped being nervous after I saw like the first three four plays of gaining an. Here's the thing. Like I in my years of going to school there, I watched them lose. They were being up to Bama in the SEC championship, and then them losing in the end. We're uh, thinking that we had we were going to win. We were up. I don't remember what the score was. Um, I've watched them lose in a hail mary play to Tennessee. I've seen a lot of heartbreak with this team, so I wasn't prepared to celebrate until it they was would over. have discovered a new way of like. Uh, that would be that would have been like a five possession. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But I was like, it's not over until it's over. So that's how I was functioning, even when it was. 50 we were seconds. trying to, we were trying to convince Kelsey to go to the game, mm-hmm. right? But yeah, she the had G- to fly to game. Utah. Yeah. Which I would I would imagine that was like the main purpose of you being on the road yes. for Donovan Mitchell's return to Utah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I, w- I was trying to be like the don't do it, do it person. And I was like, you know, that's the kind of night and the kind of event that something like, like Murphy's Law, anything that will go wrong, yeah. can go wrong, will go wrong. And, and then so it happened. And then it happened. And it's Atlanta's airport. And like, you might not be able to make it yeah. <laughs> the next yeah. day to Utah. Yeah. And well, Kelsey and I and Chris Fedor, we watched the national championship to ga- game together in yes. Salt Lake City. And we talked about the Golden Boy a lot. We talked behind his that, back. That because that's because that's we I might as well have just been on the that's road. I right know. That's true. Uh, because Kelsey's friend from Hudson, mm-hmm. uh, are we allowed to say her name? Yes. Paige. Paige. Yes. Uh, great girl. I got to meet her. I got to meet her now. Uh, you you do have best. to meet her. She, yeah. she was really great. She out and, and we found out, and we found out <laughs> that in fifth grade, she asked... El Muchacho Dorado to a dance, and he, and he shot no. her down. Wow. Too good for her. Are you kidding me? He said, and, that's, and that's what he said. Fifth grade? That's what he said. I'm too good for you. Oh, my God. Yeah, I remember I remember her saying that, actually. Yeah, it was right horrible. She's still, she's, no? still, she's still not... Still she, heartbroken. She's still kind of heartbroken about it. She had to leave the state. She's in Salt Lake City now. But anyway, so, Kelsey, I got we got to talk a little basketball with you. Yep. How many years is for you is uh, on the beat this is year three okay. um season four with you know all the COVID stuff but technically year three okay so, so your first year was the COVID year yes um COVID no way, really yeah it was 2019 2020 so it was John okay, Beeline all wow. the uh all the turmoil <laughs> the beautiful all-star break we had yep um and then uh yeah and then COVID and then covering a basketball team for 10 months without basketball was really wow. fun. Yeah. In you know, in your first year, I, I had no idea what I was doing, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's been an eventful, eventful three years. I, I was going to say, say, you've seen everything. <laughs> everything. Now. You've yeah. seen n- no basketball and yeah. bad basketball and no fan basketball. And now, and now great basketball, now great basketball. Yep. It's yep. been great. How is, how have things changed for you? Um, I feel like they've changed a lot. I feel like I've grown like, I'm a lot more comfortable around the team, like, mm-hmm. you know, building relationships and connections and um, understanding the game a lot. So it's really helped of just kind of knowing what's happening around the team, yeah. um, being able to take it in and understand, like, what's good, what's bad, the, you know, the ins and outs and everything. So it's been a huge learning curve, I would say. I came in, I mean, when I started, I had covered the WNBA that summer before I started mm-hmm. here, but that was the first time I'd ever covered basketball. Um, was when I covered the WNBA. So I didn't have a ton of basketball experience. So then coming to cover the NBA was 
like a huge shift, mm-hmm. uh, especially coming from Georgia, where I covered football for four years. So Kelsey is the, ver- the version of like those those players that go straight from high school to. I know. To yeah, I, I know, skipped a lot Kelsey of steps. Like that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so impressive. We yeah. always talk about that. How you forget about I mean, starting in a small town. That's, yeah. you jumped yeah. right in the deep end. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, it, it was it was scary. It was hard. Um, I but I feel like it's helped because I figured I've been able to figure it out, and mm-hmm. I feel like also probably seeing all the. Um, not so good years was like honestly really helpful because I've always been told if you can cover a bad team you can cover any team oh, yeah. and so now kind of living through that kind of learning on the fly helped prepare me for now so it's been a it's been a cool journey um I like the win though because it's <laughs> yeah. helpful for me to write stories that are um more positive so. and the guys are in a better mood when yes. they talk to you and stuff yeah. like that yeah. and you're the one athletic writer that uh when that you walk like. <laughs> yeah that yeah. when you walk yeah. in we don't hate you right <laughs> away <laughs> <I know. laughs> i'm just yeah. kidding i'm kidding we love those guys i love those guys they're, they're two of my favorites really but uh yeah, I love those guys. I really, I love the athletic guys. I love, them. I love them personally, but just you know, around the organization. I, I, for some reason, I still have a picture of one of those athletic guys. Why? The one that you have in the media room. <laughs> uh, you have a picture of one of our. He's, one like, of the, he's like yawning or something. Oh, yeah. oh my God! I have to show you that. Well, Wait, yeah, I need to I'll see have this. To show you that picture. Uh, yeah, we have a picture of Jason Lloyd. Jason uh, Lloyd is in oh letting out a in massive the, the, yawn during a Cavs game. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so. Covering this team now, uh, this is obviously a very different team than anything you've had before. What's it been like? Again, let's start with Donovan Mitchell because mm-hmm. that's obviously the superstar. Yeah, it's been great. I mean, kind of like what you touched on, he's so good with the media. Like anytime you you need, I ask him anything, he's really open to talking mm-hmm. about it. Um, he understands our role in it, which is really helpful um, because – you know, we do have a job to do, and and so it's it's kind of nice that there's an understanding there of. And of, his father was obviously a. Yeah, with the Mets and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the only bad thing about him, proof that nobody's mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he's. I mean, he's been great to cover. I mean, obviously, he's extremely talented. It's mm-hmm. changed the tra- the trajectory for this team, but he's been really cool to get to know. Um, I've appreciated like all the time that I've got to talk to him. Like I did that story out before Utah about like his impact in the Utah community and how he's like bringing it here to Cleveland. And it's been cool to like, you know, talk not always about basketball, but talk about other things too, because, you know, these guys are so much more than just basketball players. And I feel like sometimes that gets forgotten about. And um, so kind of the opportunity to talk about that was cool because it is another side of them. And I think that's important to highlight. So um, yeah, he's been great. That's my favorite part of the job is learning about what they're like. I got to ask you a question. You know, I have added to, I, I don't know if you, obviously you're not aware, but I, I have started my eulogy. Okay. Because I want to be the last person to talk in my funeral. Okay. I, you know, I always got to have the last word. Mm-hmm. So I am adding a little line now. That I, I have to add a little line to, to my stone, my tombstone, that I actually appear on a, on a Kelsey Russo article. But yes, you're in that Jared Allen story. Yeah, so yes. I, I already appear in a, mm-hmm. in a, okay. in a Kelsey Russo. So, I, so that piece I wrote back in... Mm, October, November, or something like that, yeah. um, about Jarrett, and I included the the wave up to Rafa in the story. And um, actually, we were out in Sacramento, and I texted yeah. you because um, I just wanted to clarify. And I was like, "Does he do this every game?" And so I included. He's in the not. Story, re- he's so. not waving to Rafa. I've always wondered who he waves to up in the He's not. He's, he's waving to you. He, no, huh? he's waving. He's to waving to you. He's no. not waving to like when Jones. He gets, or, when he does, no, he's waving. No, he's waving. Finishes saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. High five in the last 
player, mm -hmm. he turns up to the to the broadcast. Do you wave back? But, and of course I do, man. That's part of the beginning of the week. You if like blow him a kiss or something? <laughs> if he doesn't, we lose. He's waving at the stats, guys. Why yeah. do you think we have such a good home record this year? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, do you tell was, him where you sit on the road then so you can wave? Of course, yes. But sometimes he doesn't see me. I just say, just wave up. Just wave in that direction. You know, in like Toronto and Chicago. But my point was, I wanted to ask. Oh, you, when you're like face to face, with like one of the Toronto? first one of the first conversations <laughs> I had with Kelsey, which is kind of funny, is mm. she was actually being talking to somebody about how, oh my god, I can't believe it's my high school five year reunion. <laughs> <laughs> You're making me feel and old, Kelsey. Yeah. I, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> you you look well. You're so far ahead of the game right now. I'm like, really? like, I know. You really are. You should be so happy. See, this is like my five-year reunion for my 30-year union reunion. So, I can't imagine. How do you get into writing? Do you, how, at what age do you know? So, and, and what would be your advice for people that want to, you know? Because I, I admire what you guys do. I cannot write for the love of my life. You know, I can't. I keep changing what I'm writing. I keep going back and I can't make up. And then it doesn't make any sense. How, how do you get into that? How, how do you discover that you have passion yeah. for that? Well, so when I was in high school, um, I basically, like, I did, I'm not good at math. Still not good at math. Um, I don't like science. Like, there was just, like, a lot of things where I was like, I don't like like any of this so then i was like what the heck am i gonna go to college for um this sounds familiar yeah <laughs> so then i ended up taking newspaper um because our school offered like a newspaper class um and so i was like sure i'll give it a try whatever and i loved it like it was awesome um so i did that was my sophomore year so then i did newspaper all like sophomore junior senior year was on the staff senior year like running the paper um, and my teacher at the time, actually, she used to be a journalist before she became a teacher. And she was like, you can do this for a living. And I was like floored. I was like, what? So, and I really like the feature writing aspect of it. That's the one thing that I, I really do enjoy. I, I know that's what I'm good at kind of thing. And so I was like, okay, I can do this for a living. Like, that's cool. So when I was looking at colleges, I kind of like, I looked at journalism school. So I looked at Syracuse, Northwestern, you. OU, um, like Georgia, obviously. Um, I looked all around, but- Concrete state. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Um, but I knew I also wanted to, I loved the sports aspect of it and like um, being able to tell the backstories of these players. And so Georgia has like a sports media, like certificate, so my degrees awesome. in sports journalism. Mm -hmm. um, so I kind of like, I knew I wanted to specialize in that, so that's why I like ended up choosing Georgia. Um, and then from there, like when I was at school, I did the paper there, like fell in love with it, um, and just kind of went on. So I don't know, mm -hmm. advice. I, I mean, this sounds silly, but it's just like, I just I love what I do. You know yeah. what I mean? And I I love writing. I wish and I wish I was that smart at that age. <laughs> Yeah, I was driving a truck. I studied mechanical engineering. I was like, well, you were you were smart. No. Yeah, I was going to say, mechanical engineering, that's smart. Yeah, yeah. I, do that. I, I can't do that. To, I wanted to build jet engines. I'm like, what the <laughs> hell? Yeah, I was shoveling like asphalt. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kelsey, I've asked you about this before as well, in that being uh, things are different now, obviously, than they were when I started, obviously, a million years ago. But being a, a young lady in this or a young woman, I should say. Is it, I'm trying to be politically correct. Yeah, either I'm You're, You're good. Right. You're good. A young person, so you yeah. can be A young person, but, but a young woman. Yeah. Yeah. A young woman in this profession, it is, it's still, it's still 
It's it has to be a little challenging in mm-hmm. some ways. For sure. Uh, and again, when you talk to your other friends, do they kind of say, man, that's kind of badass what you do? What are the challenges that a young woman has uh, as opposed to a guy like Matt Gold? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm um, like, Getting obviously. all the shots today. I know. <laughs> I know. You're right in the middle, too. You're the, <laughs> you got um, the catcher's kit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they definitely are. I mean, obviously. Um, we've come a really long way, which is awesome. Um, but there still are challenges. I mean, like a lot of it is, you know, I, and I'm, I'm probably overly cautious, but making sure that like, um, relationships are kept professional and, and it's known that it's professional and there's, you know, and because a lot of what I have to do is, you know, I talk to front office guys and agents and players, et cetera, like over text or phone calls or whatever and but knowing that it's like this is work related this isn't i'm not just texting you because i'm flirting or i'm interested mm-hmm. kind of thing like um and not that that's the assumption on the other way around but it's just like that just has Tell to be clear. yeah it's got to yeah. be clear and um agents as well like it's kind of that um a lot of it's about like carrying yourself a certain way because i mean like people that don't understand the business and it's not a, like because if they're, they're not in it people assume that like oh like when are you gonna date a player? When are you gonna? I'm like that's not happening. Like yeah. that's just not on the table. That's not what you're looking. That's not for. what I'm looking for. That's not why I'm here. And um and just kind of like I'm like I'm here to do a job. Like mm-hmm. I'm here mm-hmm. to to write stories. I'm here to report on the team. Um, but there is kind of that like underlying connotation sometimes. Um, people thinking that's like why you're in the business. Um, which is kind of hard because it's like well, that's not really what I'm. I'm not here for that. Um. And really, yeah, it's just really about just like, um, you know, your reputation and just making sure it's upheld. Um, and so a lot of that is just like I, I very much am like careful with relationships and like working relationships and knowing that it's um, because yeah. things I mean, you know, it's a slippery slope. And it's the world we live in. It's, exactly. It's where we live in. And it's just it's just part of it. And mm-hmm. like, you know, it's gotten so much better, obviously, you know, like when I was in college. I heard stories and like I had professors like tell us things that happened like to them when they were in locker rooms and I was just like absolutely floored and I was so scared yeah. and then you know coming in like that hasn't been the case at all. It's a whole different. It's a different, whole different. I, yeah. And I, I also think people's perception of the locker room is so much different than yes. how it actually 100%, is. Hundred percent. Yeah. It's changed a lot. Yeah. It's yeah. I'm sure it has changed From a lot. Yeah, yeah. In the 90s to now, it, yeah. it changed. I'm sure it has. A but lot. Do you guys, especially it's, when it's, they started allowing women into the locker room. That was a that was there was a little pushback also from players, yeah. especially yeah. like in the NFL, and it was you know, so it changed. It changed a lot. Yeah. But let's talk about. We have two explorers here on on in this wonderful Wine and Gold Radio <laughs> Studios. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't tell them where we are. I'll, I'll ask both of you the same, and, and you start first, ladies first. Uh, what was El Muchacho Dorado like in high school? Was he the most <laughs> likely to succeed? The most uh, avant-garde? Uh, what, class what the clown. Thing? Class clown. I mean, what's the story with, with Matt Gold? I know. That we know he we was know a player. He was, <laughs> we know he's a ladies' uh, he man. He turning ladies down from, the, from fifth grade on. From fifth grade on. I'm trying to think. It was so long ago. Were you friends to begin with? It was so long yeah, ago. Yeah, I mean, we that. were like... <laughs> because we actually have we have a really good mutual friend too okay. um that like I was super close with and so like I knew Matt through him mm-hmm. um I mean it's not like I don't know we didn't hang out a ton but we like we live in the same neighborhood so yeah. we like see each other. what do you think of Matt I mean was he his I goofy mean, kid the, 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 I, I'm trying to think back then that 
What about you, Muchacho Dorado? Tell I mean, us, I mean, about Kelsey in the high school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, like, it's probably I mean, super. So yeah, I know. I mean, so she wasn't part of your harem or anything, yeah. but still. No, did, I, you, did she always have long hair? Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, like, like Kelsey said, we lived in the same neighborhood, so, you know, I don't know, riding the bike or just seeing out and, uh, out and about or whatever. Um, our good mutual friend, and then we belong to the same church, too, so yeah. we kind of, um, you know, cross paths a little bit there, but. You know, like we, I mean, like, again, like Kelsey just said, you know, we weren't necessarily hanging out or, or, or you know, grabbing you coffee or anything like yeah. that. We, like, knew yeah. of each other. Yeah, we, <laughs> we knew like, of knew each other. Uh, yeah, and, like, and, you know, we'd be cordial. Of, of you course. weren't yeah. allowing her to get people out of your circle. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. he was too cool for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were too cool? Yeah, that's right. He was too oh, cool yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the way it goes. I wish we could get Paige on the phone, you know, and just like... <laughs> yeah, that's going to be our next thing to talk about. She had to be one of our guests. Yeah. Next year when we're in Salt Lake City, we have to make sure Muchacho Dorado goes on the poor, heartbroken girl. Yeah, we got to fix that. I apologize if you're, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. Now, why really... did you turn her down? Man, I don't know. It was so long ago. It was fifth grade. It was fifth grade. Yeah. Oh, you turned so many down, you don't remember that? <laughs> yeah. I would never. I would have never. I said, you know what? Yeah, but we, it's going to be three of us. You know, if you had, maybe you had already said yes to somebody. Can you imagine that this guy had multiple girls asking <laughs> yeah, for, yeah. for days? You're, yeah. you're thinking too much of me. You're guessing. Yeah. This isn't good for anybody, bro. <laughs> Anybody. Kelsey Russo, thank you so much for joining us on Wine to Go Radio. It's about time. we got to have to have you back on uh, maybe after Georgia wins their next title. Uh, Three P. Yeah. Or when we can finally get Paige on the show yes. to talk about uh, that experience, <laughs> that horrible experience. We have a Zoom capability. Yeah, know, let's, let's, do that. let's do that. Let's do that. I mean, All-Star break, All-Star all -star Weekend. Oh, yeah, we'll be out there. All-Star Weekend. Yeah. Hey, Probably Kelsey, if you're out there. I'm going. I got approved. Oh, okay. Now we need well, then, next Okay, show. then you guys need to talk to the higher-ups, you know, because I'm probably not going to. We gonna. zoom it in. We'll send you. <laughs> no, that's good. Okay, so can we'll I talk, expense it? We'll talk. Yes, you can. <laughs> right, yeah, I, I'm going to sign off on right. that. Uh, <laughs> okay, Kelsey, thank you so much for joining thank us, you, and we'll be thank right you. back on uh, with segment two and our special guest, Raúl Tony, Raúl Tony Neto, right here on Wine and Gold Radio. I don't know how to say one and go radio in Portuguese, but one and go radio, Oro y vino. Hi, this is Brad Darty, former Cavalier legend. Oh my goodness! And I never listen to wine and go. No way. Bubbling over with. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. 
Well, I don't know about you, but like I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Dig this! Well, Jim Jones, Kevin Love with two field goals here in the first quarter of play has now moved into 11th place on the Cavaliers' all-time list for field goals made. Who's now at number 12? Who did he pass? Probably me or LeBron. <laughs> well, it's you, Jim. Dallas <laughs> the turnover. Now, back to Wine and Gold Radio. Balón en manos de Mitchell. La tiene por la derecha, marcado por Craig. Pantalla de Neto. Ahora Mitchell. Busca quién a Neto. Cayendo al piso. Hey everybody, welcome back to Wine and Gold Radio, segment two. Wine and Gold Radio. And we are joined by uh, Cavaliers guard, Raul Neto. Hey, you finally pronounced um, it right. Did yeah. I do it right? Yeah. <laughs> Is that close? That was close? Good. Yeah. He's been working with me the whole time. Uh, so I, I've, I've been practicing, and first of all, I, I have to say thank you so much for joining us because I know you got to be gassed from being on the road. This has been a tough road stretch. Yeah, uh, I didn't even go to Memphis, and I'm I'm tired. You tired from watching on I'm TV? Still, no, I'm still tired from the the five game trip before Memphis. <laughs> yeah, that was uh... that was uh, that was kind of a long trip. So thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Cavs coming off a tough one. But you got to put it behind us because the Cavs, we got a big one this weekend coming up. The champs and the, the Bucks. The last two NBA champs. So, Hau, thank you so much for joining us. Are we allowed to talk about, uh, this is a podcast so we can chop things up. Yeah. Are we allowed to talk about, Rafa also told me about your your real name. Yeah, Is that the right way to say it? I don't want to yeah. put you on the spot, but he told me that you're... Your well, this is what I tell them. First, is, if, you're go gonna, if you're going to say Jaul, you can't say Nero, right? Yeah, you because say the whole, the whole Port- thing right. <laughs> yeah, right? If you're going to say Jaul, you got to say Neto. Because Neto. In, in Portuguese, just as in Spanish, we pronounce the T's. Every letter you say. It's not like math, yeah. mathematics or, or like, you know, robotics, <laughs> right. whatever. Right. So it, it, if you're going to say Jaul, because the, the R in Portuguese is, is, is like a like a ha. Yeah. Uh-huh. You gonna you gotta say Nero. I I hate it when I go on the on the on the road and it's like Raúl Nero. I call or you. I say Raúl Nero. Yeah, that's what I said. I said Raúl Nero at, at media day, and Ricky Rubio laughed at me. <laughs> and I was embarrassed. <laughs> I was embarrassed. He teased me about it. So anyway, so I'm really trying. Raúl, uh, explain how your uh, that's the, the origin of, of your of your, yeah, yeah of your yeah. of your real name. So yeah, I mean first thing is when people ask my name, mm. I even pronounce Raul Neto. Yeah. If I say Raul Neto, everybody's like, "Wait, what? How you yeah. say that? How you spell that?" And I don't want to have to explain yeah. every time I, I say my name, uh but I appreciate you saying it right. <laughs> I'm trying. Um so it's funny cuz um Neto is means grandson in okay. in Portuguese. And because my granddad's name was Raul, Raul, my dad's <laughs> name is Raul, and I'm the third. Uh, the Neto means the third. But my actually family name, were, uh, my granddad's uh, family name and my mm-hmm. dad's family name is Tony. 
T-O-G-N-I. Okay, that's very cool. Is it like Tony? Tony, yeah. yeah. It's it, Tony. Italian. So yeah, in like, Italian, you don't say the, mm-hmm. the G. The G, mm-hmm. yeah. So mm-hmm. it's Tony. 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 That's how you say it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So is it like, like an Enye? Like yes. A, yeah? Like okay. the Enye in Spanish. Okay. okay. Um, so it's Raul Tony. Tony. That's a, that's a cool. It'll be like you being Joe Gabriel <laughs> and your son is Joe Gabriel Jr. So they call him Junior. Junior, exactly. And then you, your grandson being... Joe Gabriel the third, so that but would you be, don't call him the third. So Neto means grandson. So that would be if I was playing in another country and, and they called me Joe the third. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be the same kind of third. Thing. But yeah. the thing is, how do you, how do you, how did Neto how do, become your last name? Just yeah. because I, I mean, growing up, I'll, my first international uh, games, they used to see my on my ID and mm-hmm. it says Hau Tony Neto, and they just like, what's your last name, yeah. Neto? And people don't know the story behind it, so they mm-hmm. use Neto on my jersey. And uh, and I never really thought about changing to 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 Tony until. I got married, and then <laughs> also my 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 uh, granddad passed away, and mm-hmm. he used to say that I was gonna make his his family name famous, mm. but nobody know his family name because I used Neto. Yeah. So like the last season, I had a discussion with uh, my family and, and my wife, and they all. I mean, my dad wanted me to change, and my wife wanted me to change to to Tony. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's too late. I don't know if I can do that. We're starting a campaign, man. We want uh, yeah. so Tony so here. So maybe, maybe next year, yeah. uh, you know, like, I mean, this conversation could be at the start of something, yeah. you know, like coming out and, and and putting my name as as Tony. I have to go and officially put a hyphen on my name because my last name is Hernandez Brito. My mom's name is Brito. And my mom always, like in school, everybody knew me for, uh, for Brito. It was like the uncommon last name, Her- mm-hmm. Hernandez, or Hernandez, like they say here. <laughs> you just like, did it. it See, yeah, because like, 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 yeah. like Raul was saying, and, and Jose Calderon said the same thing to me, because I always ask him, why do you not correct them when they say Calde- Calderon, right? He'd be like, you know what? Even I say it sometimes. You just like did that. it. Yeah. But my dad yeah. hates when, they, when he hears Hernandez, like, is Hernandez, because the, yeah. the H is mute, right? Yeah. So I put a hyphen because when I went to, let's say, an, a boxing event or a Super Bowl or a credential, they would either put, like, Rafael Brito or Hernandez Brito, thinking it was, like, my middle name. So they would just just yeah. murder my name all the time. So it's like, that's why I put the hyphen. Like my name is a mess with all the documents, too, because my all my Brazilian <clears throat> documents, my name is Hau Tony Neto. Mm-hmm. But um, I have an Italian passport. So in my Italian passport, because they know Tony is my last, my family name, mm-hmm. they changed the order. So my name on my Italian passport Tony. is Raul Neto Tony, Tony. as yeah. the last name. So sometimes, like, the team will buy me the ticket and I'll bring my ID oh, and the names are mixed because <laughs> yeah. Neto, Neto is the last name. So it's like, it's crazy. I'm trying to, like, <laughs> the last three, four years, it's been being me. Fixing my names on on, on We're starting a campaign here in Guanacol Radio. Yeah, I, I absolutely think we should start it here. I mean, Raul, Raul Neto is a great name, but Tony is. got to honor the family name. I exactly. think your grandfather would so, be proud yeah, anyway. Especially yeah. knowing it's Italian now. Now I really am on. on well, he has Italian. He, he has Italian citizenship. Yeah. And were you? Do you have an option when you came to play for Brazil or, Ita- or Italy? No, because I started really soon playing for Brazil. Like a five? Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was fifteen the first time I played for Brazil. So you I were was, already. I was committed. Eight, yeah, I was eighteen when I played professionally mm-hmm. in the Brazilian national team, uh, and I I didn't I I don't speak Italian. It's just something that it's like my grand grand grandparents. Mm-hmm. Uh, are from Italy. They mm-hmm. came to Brazil uh, when all the war and stuff was mm-hmm. happening, and 
and I have that background. And my dad, because he knew how 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 good it was to have a a, a European passport, how yeah. easy it is to travel, mm-hmm. and even for basketball, I don't think he was thinking about that because I got my passport when I was twelve, thirteen. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, I'm I couldn't choose playing for Italy because of that. I never lived there. I don't and, speak. And that probably made it easy for you and Barcelona as well when you started playing in Europe, no? Because yeah. it, it's, so it, you, were, the, you were not a foreigner playing for the team. You yeah, were, we were yeah. European. They only like, they only uh, get um, non-European players if they're really, really good. And mm-hmm. me as 18-year-old, I wasn't there yet. Yeah. So having the Italian passport really helped yeah. me in my career. That's for awesome. sure. when you're When you're a young player growing up in, in Brazil, is your ultimate goal of the NBA or is it playing just internationally and playing for Brazil because Raf always talks about how patriotism is just different in other countries playing for the national team means well, more, I, than it, more than it does here I always tell him that it is it is beyond me when I find out like like sometimes like the big stars for the NBA for whatever the reason they choose not to go to the Olympics or not to wear the national jersey in Brazil in soccer or in any sports I mean, they'll kill to get to to, to wear the the verde amarela to, yeah. to play for the national team. That doesn't happen here, right? Am I? Am I? Yeah, that- I think it's a little different. I think uh, because of there's so many players. I mean, with basketball, for example, you can take the first and the second and third mm-hmm. team in the USA, and they're all gonna be favorites to to win the the championship. So it doesn't really matter who goes; they're always gonna be on top. Yeah, but it happens in Brazil. I'm sure Neymar, I don't care how tired he is, if he has a chance to go play for the yeah, play but, in the World but, Cup. But also you grew up like kids, I think, in the States, they grew up looking at what, NBA. Yeah. You know, I want to be NBA player. Yeah. In Brazil, you grew up looking at the national World team. Cup. Like, I want to, uh, my my idols were very young, and, mm-hmm. and Thiago Splitter and mm-hmm. Barbosa, Nene, all those guys were the guys that I look up to. Because also because growing up, I didn't have access to that many NBA games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then once uh, Barbosa went to the Phoenix, that's when I started watching the NBA, and that's when I was like, oh, I want to be there. But the national team was always first. Yeah. And I think that's how you grew up. And, and the other thing about the national team is you play with the same guys. So my first national team, I was 15. And there are still guys from that 15-year-old, uh, uh, under 15-year-old team that is still play in the national team, you know, like mm-hmm. Felicio, um, uh, Caboclo, those mm-hmm. guys that we've played together growing up. Now we have the chance to compete against like professionals. Yeah. So that's also something that is not only about the money, the fame, or the NBA. You know, it's like it's your brothers that you grew up with, and you you have the chance to do something something great. You mentioned uh, Anderson Varejao. You know, we're having a night for him. He's finally coming back. He's one of the most beloved persons, not only in Brazil, but also here in Cleveland. I think he belongs to Cleveland. And <laughs> yeah. he's one of those guys that I have never met anybody that does, has anything bad No, he's an say, all-time great. Except yeah. for me, about Anderson <laughs> Varejao. But, like, what does he mean to you and, 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 and your knowledge of Anderson growing up and, and, and in Brazil? I know he's, like, he's, he's beloved in Brazil as well. Yeah, I mean, he's amazing. He was he was huge for me growing up. Uh First watching him play, and then uh, at, when I was 18, I was playing with him in the national team. And the way him and I always say all of those th- those guys together, mm-hmm. uh, they always, you know, they they took me under their arms and took care of me and like and really taught me a lot of things besides basketball. You know, mm-hmm. like how to behave, how to take care of your body. Uh, and Verjean was one of those guys. You know, he played for in the league for so many years always in a high level, always playing, 
you know, super tough. And uh, and I feel like that's how I play too. So I, I really think that um, seeing him and, and seeing how he approached the game and how he treat people around him, uh, it's an example that you, you follow. And he was that guy, uh, one of those guys for me. And uh, and like you say, everybody everybody loved him, not not just because the player he was, yeah. uh, but if you walk around in the, in the in the arena with him, he's always, he knows everybody. He's saying hi to everybody. He treats, uh, um, you know, the security guard the same way he's going to treat me or you. Yeah. So that's something uh, that I think is pretty special besides his uh, basketball skills and his what thing. <laughs> ¿Cómo se dice the wild thing in Portuguese? It's like um, selvagem. Yeah. <laughs> we, we don't translate. <laughs> really, yeah, we never really translated <laughs> that. You know, we just say the wild. Uh, Did he have a nickname in, in Brazil? We call him um, Peruca. Peruca. Peruca because of, yes. <laughs> the hair, the, yeah. The hair. Yeah. Um, but it, that was more like a, a, a inside thing. Yeah, you like know, between you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marcelinos are the the was other players' kids calling him oh, Chupiruca. Yeah. You know? <laughs> My God, Marcelino! I remember him. I always I always tell these guys how there are so many players that people here in the U.S. don't know about and that are good enough to play. Yeah. In the NBA, I mm -hmm. think Marcelino mm -hmm. made it to the to the Lakers. Marcelino no? Huertas made it to yeah. the Lakers. Yeah, yeah Marcelino Huertas. Yeah. And I, I'm a Barcelona guy, so he's this guy, and so is Andy. So those guys were like, there's so many. When I used to do the the, the Spanish league on TV here, there's so many players that that, that could play in the NBA that mm -hmm. you don't get to see. And I invite anybody to if they get a chance to watch those games. It's a good basketball. It's really good basketball. Yeah. It's re a lot harder play. I think it's like this the cadence. Of the game is a, a little faster mm -hmm. than than what we used to hear because of the starts we have and everything. But over there is the hustle is unbelievable. Yeah, Argentina. Argentina has Argentina has the bragging rights because of the the Olympic goal. Yeah, and sure. is, is there is the rivalry between Argentina and Brazil just as bad in basketball as it is in uh, anything? Yeah. Right. I mean, soccer is bigger yeah. just because I mean, Argentina and Brazil I think is two of the biggest teams in the in in the world. In the yeah. world. Um, I think we are not Brazil basketball is not there yet. Yeah. You know, so I think it's a little less, but yeah, all every time. But I think Brazil basketball put Latin America on the map. Yes. I yes. think so. Which in the in the Schmidt era. Yeah. I mean, he's the first guy that you actually that, that's because then you started, have the Argentina right? golden era when they won. You yeah. know, with so all those we, guys. So Brazil dominated before that. Yeah. Uh, you know, they just Ola. never were able to make it. And then, uh, then then Argentina was the team to beat in South America yeah. for a long time, and I think. Uh, uh, they're still the last couple of tournaments. They still were better than us, mm -hmm. um, but I think Brazil and Argentina is two of the best uh, South American basketball teams. Can you imagine the, the the U.S. if they play together the way Brazil, the way international teams do that? They play together in the national teams from like twelve <laughs> and yeah. on. If they played all those years, to, and that was that's one of the biggest advantages that Argentina had, I think, that those guys that won the gold medal they had been together. Yeah, since they were really young. So yeah. in here right. you get a different team all the time, a it's different just, team so on the World Cup. There's so many players in the states. That, uh, there's so it's many hard, players but that that's like, what <laughs> sometimes somebody that is the best player in high school is not even gonna make it to the NBA. The NBA so yeah, you yeah. can't really put that guy to play it's with. It's hard, like yeah, in the first team, you know. So uh, there's just too many players. <laughs> what kind of advantage does that give you in your just in your career that you started so young that uh, by this time in your career you've seen everything, even. Five years ago, you had seen everything. Yeah, um, I think just 
just being more mature, mm -hmm. having more experience, you know, um, it, it takes a lot on your body too. Yeah. That's, I think, one of the negative things, you know, since since I was 16, 17, I was playing with guys 30-year-old, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and, and playing the way I play, it's uh, it's a long way to go. But, um, I mean, you see, like you said, you see everything, you mm -hmm. know, you've played in every, every, situ every situation, mm -hmm. you've been teams that play in the playoffs, mm -hmm. I've been teams that uh, went to the second division in Spain, so you kind of see everything and you play around guys that uh, are great players, um, not that great off off the court, not that great on the court, but amazing, but awesome amazing people. people. So <laughs> yeah, like you yeah. kind of see everything, right. and if you're smart, and if you're, um, I don't know, if you're smart, you just take the good things and see what not to do, see what to yeah. do, and and kind of like grow yourself. Uh, and, and like you say, I've seen everything, so I, I feel like I'm prepared for every situation. So this is the question everybody wants to know, Howell, because we know you like Cleveland when it comes to Brazilian food. <laughs> We're both fans of Batuki. But are you happy in Cleveland? Are you, are you, are you, tell us what, what the experience has been for the Tony family here yeah. in Cleveland. No, I like Cleveland. I think um, the one thing about the season for me is I don't, I don't do much. You know, like we always, we talked about it at the beginning mm -hmm. of the, uh, uh, this 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 podcast how how tough it is like after those road trips you know mm -hmm. like I've been struggling the last three days uh, <laughs> to fall asleep to yeah. eat you know yeah. like and I don't have time to go like explore or go out or do mm -hmm. things that yeah. you know uh, it's clear that in bigger cities you you have more things to do than here mm -hmm. uh, but what when it comes to basketball the organization is amazing the fans are amazing. Um, I have everything I need, you know, mm -hmm. like there's, there's good enough restaurants, there's, uh, you know, everything I need. So I'm, I'm very happy. My family, my parents are here right now. Um, and for them coming from Brazil, every time they're here, everything is amazing, you mm -hmm. know, and, uh, I'll take them to restaurants. I'll, I'll take them to a, to a park to walk around. And yeah. my mom is just happy going to the Cleveland sign and taking a couple of pictures <laughs> yes. on Instagram. So uh, we're very easy. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, I've, I've been loving to, to, to be here and it's been a great place for me. You were now just to go back on talk about the road trip for a second. We went back to Salt Lake city where you played, I think your first four years of your career, uh, Donovan, obviously a huge deal around Donovan. Uh, what was that like going back for you? I mean, I, you kind of flew a little more under the radar. What's what's Salt Lake City going to be like for All Star? And uh, what was that whole experience like for you? Just even watching Donovan how he handled things. Uh, it's always amazing to go back. I think that's where my biggest growth in the NBA has been, just mm -hmm. because it was my my first four years. Uh, my wife is from there, so we have a house there. Uh, I slept at home the, the two nights. Oh, the night delicious! Yeah, so, yeah. Right, that'd be so nice. So that was that was amazing, and it's always special, you know. Even though um, we we lost the game, we should have we should have won it. And Ugh, that, that hurt, hurt more than anything, <laughs> but um, but it was special, you know. Mm -hmm. I got to see my wife. I got to see uh, uh, my stepson and in in our family, our friends. Uh, I've had so many guys at the game that I couldn't even say hi, so many friends. <laughs> uh, and and then later that, that night I saw on Instagram that they were all there and, and I felt the love. And yeah. it's always it's always really nice to, to, to go back. Uh, the night before the game, I, I had to, I mean, I got to spend time on um, my, so me and my brother-in-law, we had a, we have a foundation that we just okay. opened this past summer. So we, uh, we treated our first family 
and I got to meet them and uh, say hi and, and you know, see the, the work that we've done for them. And, and they were at the game. Oh, great. So I played with, the, with the, uh, their kids before the game, and, and that, was, that was special. What's tell the, what's tell us about the foundation. Yeah, so the it's, foundation. it's a, um, my brother-in-law is a, a pediatric dentist, Ooh. and uh, we are hoping to, 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 to take care of, of kids and families that doesn't have uh, money to access go to the dentist, to, yeah. access to, mm -hmm. the, to dentist, and uh, treat them around the world. Yeah. You know, we started with that family uh, in Salt Lake City. It's, uh, it's a foreign family from Colombia. Okay. A uh, single mom with two kids. Uh, her son, I think, is five or six. He had no, like, all, all of his teeth in front was, mm -hmm. um, he had no teeth, and we had to put some, uh, some, some temporary ones mm -hmm. before, like, his, his real teeth Implants, grow yeah. and mm -hmm. implant. And, uh, the mom came from Colombia and he had, she had braces and she had no way to take it out or to oh, fix oh, it or, and she had no money. So, um, we got a dentist, uh, office that is above my, my brother's in law office and he did all her braces and we're going to do her braces for the next, I think year or so until, until it's. Man, let us done. know if we can help you raise funds okay. for that. We'll, we, yeah. we'll jump so, on that yeah, in a we, heartbeat. We, yeah, we're starting, so we're trying to like learn about about foundations, about mm -hmm. nonprofits, and and see what ways we can. You know what we gotta do here? We, we can do like auction of like your jersey, after yeah. you play or your shoes. Yeah. We can get the guys involved. Which we, we, I promise you, I get involved with you and that. Appreciate and it. Yeah, we've, raise we've, some funds for that. Planning things. I'm planning a camp in Brazil because I want to take back to my community mm -hmm. too. You know, of I want to take it back yeah. in Brazil, and uh, I'm planning. A, a camp in July, end of July, mm -hmm. and all the funds from the camp and, and maybe an event we do, like sponsorships, we all going to take all that money and, and, and do that. You know, the Cavs are working on growing the game. I'm sure you're aware we're building basketball courts in Belo Horizonte, your, your, uh, oh, your really? hometown. Yeah. yeah, I heard they were doing something. And some, we some should things. get involved and we should, we what, should throw your, Cliffs, your foundation right? in. Yeah, with Cliff, uh, with Lorenzo. Yes. Yeah. We should, we should talk to them and see if we can include your foundation. What's the name of your foundation? It's Happy Tooth Foundation. Man, we, uh, we're on board. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm going to bring yeah. it up to the guys at, at the Cavs at the marketing side. Yeah. We would love to, be nice. to maybe do that because we, they've been going to Brazil like, I think Anderson is going. Yeah, soon. I heard the that. Second I don't know, time I don't we're going. Know, I don't know details about this. I'll this. get you the details, man, and we'll put Happy Tooth involved. In the, I think that be the, it's a must that it has to be included. Amen. That's and, that are, and, that's going to be our crusade for the show. Yeah, no, no, that and changing the the, the, the jersey name. name. <laughs> <laughs> to Tony, exactly. It starts right here. <laughs> Raul, uh, thank you so much for joining us. We'll let you go because, man, go go home and get some sleep. I've been trying to tell these guys how I can talk to you in Spanish and you talk back to me in Portuguese. Yeah. And and uh, and we understand each other. But we have now an, an Instagram account in Portuguese. Yeah, I've, I've been uh, calling. And, uh, so can you talk to them and send them a message in, in Portuguese? In para que Para que aprendan un poquito. Yo estoy tratando de aprender portugués, pero tiene que falar devagar. Yeah. Para, you got it. <laughs> it's so hard to speak Spanish and Portuguese because I mix them. I, I end up speaking Portuñol. But there's a lot of words that are the same. You yeah, and then some of them are totally the, different. Yeah, you just right? got to change the pronunciation. So what, what's the message for the for the Brazilian fans, for the Portuguese-speaking fans? In Portuguese, In Portuguese, right? por supuesto. Primeiro, obrigado pelo carinho, pelo apoio. É, acho que crescer o jogo no Brasil é, é, é muito importante. E continue torcendo, continue apoiando a gente. E eu vou estar sempre apoiando também a, a página de vocês. 
y vamos a apoyar. It's amazing how I understand everything, but I can't speak. <laughs> it's, so, it's so hard. But thank you so much. I promise you, Happy Tooth will be included. Happy Tooth is the happy name. Tooth. Yeah. Yeah, happy Tooth. It will be included in our, in our efforts, at least on, on One and Gold Radio. Mm -hmm. We figure out a way to raise some funds yeah, and, and, and put a smile absolutely. on, on, on a kid that needs it. That's our goal. Yeah, okay. my God. Raul Neto. Raul, Raul Tony. Tony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Thank, thank you. you so thank much. you, man. Thank, thank you. you. Merhaba arkadaşlar, benim adım Cedi Osman. Cedi! Bu aralar fazlaca podcast dinliyorum ama kesinlikle Vanen Gold Radio dinlemiyorum. There's more of this. Y ahora viene el pleito. Uy, Miles Garrett tirando con el... Uy, uy, uy. After this, on Wine and Gold Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Another golden weekend. Hey, kid, you like music? Sure. Good. Hey, this is Ahmad Crump, in arena host for your Cleveland Cavaliers. And I will never, and the Crump means never, listen to Wine and Gold Radio. I mean, what? Now, back to Wine and Gold Radio. <laughs> Give me that ball! <laughs> okay, everybody, back uh, on Wine and Gold Radio, segment three. That was Raul Tony. Raul. Raul. Tony, is yeah. that right? Don't make too many effort on the on, it's Haul. Haul. Yeah, Haul. Okay. Haul. Like, like I'm trying to I'm trying to think of a word in Haul English. Tony. Like yes, the other day I was I was texting J Mike because I have an issue with the way they put in the in the media notes the pronunciation guide. Mm -hmm. So they have this guy from from Memphis, Conchar. Yes. So I wanted to ask him if it was char like steak or char like Charlotte. Conchar. You know, because mm -hmm. they put like C O N C H A R, 
but C-H-A-R could be two different ways to pronounce but it. But did they put, is there like a little accent on the... No, 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 C-H-A-R. Like uh So I didn't know if it like was Chardonnay? Char or Char. Yeah, that, you know what I mean? That it's a, it's a it's a it's a bar, it's a language barrier. So is there is there a name in the NBA you can't say? You have very. I have, have issues with the with the with the ths and uh, and the like thing. Daniel Thice. Thice? No, no, that that's a, that's a that's more of a a foreign name. I don't have any issues with the foreign names like like uh, what's the name of the kid from Atlanta? Uh, Okwon, uh, Trey Young. No, Okwon, Ok. Oneka Okongwu. Yeah, that, those are, those are easy see, that, for me. See, the one that, that gets me that I can neither say nor spell is Frank Nikili Nilikina. <laughs> Frank Nilikina. 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 Frank Nilikina. That's an easy one for me. It's a little easier That's now. What I mean, I have issues with the with the with the English pronunciation of the th with the f. <laughs> like, you know which word uh, AC couldn't say. Alexi Schwed. <laughs> <laughs> but I love like most of the African names are are pronounced the way they're written, so it's a lot easier for me to like Chimesa Metu and uh, all the all these other names. But the the ones that you have to do the English pronunciation of the letters <laughs> is that the ones that kind of like Joji. Can you spell Giannis's last name from memory? Uh, A N. T E T O K O U M N M P O. It sounds right. I don't have it in front of me. But, no, that's, <laughs> but that that's was, right. That's, that's right. wrong. You know what I used to do for the first few years? I just copy cut paste. Yeah. But you know what? People <laughs> say Giannis Adetokumbo. And it's Kumbo. Kumbo. Right? It's Giannis Adetokumbo. I love it. But they, they kill his name all, every night. Even the people from Milwaukee kill Yeah. Him. I love Giannis. I got to tell you a quick, since you brought Giannis, a quick Giannis story. Uh, the morning LeBron decided to come back to Cleveland, mm -hmm. uh, back in what, 2014? 2014. That's before we I were, decided to come to Cleveland. That's before idea. you, After, you, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, before that big decision. Yeah. Uh, but it was the morning of, and we were in Las Vegas, and we were at shoot around. Uh, we were playing the Cavs Summer League team. That's Andrew Wiggins. We we're going to play Milwaukee that night. And everybody in Vegas was waiting on the decision, waiting on the decision. And when it happened, it was big news across everywhere, everywhere, and certainly across the NBA. So we finished up. We went to shoot around. David Blatt was the coach. <laughs> everybody was just in a great mood. Nobody was even serious at all. Everybody was just laughing and goofing around. And uh, the guy who actually used to have your job, Nick, Nick Adams, it was just he and I in the gym. The Cavs had all left the gym, and it was just he and I working, the empty gym. And we were all alone. And the door opens, and all of a sudden, a little a, a head just sticks to the door, just a person, <laughs> and it's Giannis. And he's just looking at the both of us, and he takes his thumb, and he runs it across his throat like, you're yeah. dead. <laughs> and then his head just as slowly goes out the door, and the door closes. And I'll always remember that. I'll always dig Giannis because of that, because he had a good he's sense a of humor. Kid, yeah. yeah, he's just, I think he gets it, and, and he's really cool, so... Uh, and he's yeah, really so, good, and he's really good. And the Cavs will face him uh, this weekend. That's a, it's going to be a uh, it's going to be a rough weekend. And I think his brother is a dangerous man the way he plays. He's tough. He's a tough he's, player he's too. He's yeah. not tough. He's dangerous. He, sometimes he's like like the other D word, dangerous. Hmm? Like dirty? Yeah, not dirty, but like reckless, mm -hmm. dangerous. I think he just mm -hmm. plays too. Like that foul. Maybe that foul he had on uh, Windler that time. Yeah, yeah. That that was a it, tough that's, one. That's 
Yeah, that's uh, that's a little that's borderline. Borderline to me. But uh, what else? What did you got? Uh, oh, actually, you know what? Segment three. So I had I to come out. I want for something. What's that? You you have a beef to? Pick? I, I can't have a beef. Bone to pick or two? Not on, really. Whatever. It's like it's like these are my things because we always talk about game presentation. Yes. And things you'd like changed, and I you know as long as we're gonna do our crusade for, uh, how Tony uh-huh. and the what. It's the Happy, the Happy Tooth, Tooth Foundation. The Happy Tooth yes. Foundation. I'm, I'm, I'm getting on board. I now. know you are. Yeah. So the two things I want to change, speaking of game presentation, now I'm on to it because we talked about it with Jake, our special guest, a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I want a monkey for halftime. We uh, have to a find a show that has a monkey so we can I, suggest Obviously, the show. but we, you know, now that we talked about it, I think that that's the next would you, logical progression. Would you progression. like a monkey or an, or an orangutan? Because not, orangutans not a, are fun. Orangutans are fun. I would accept orangutans. Yes, yeah. I would. Cute monkeys is the number would one. Like Orangutan, second, like, like, like Clyde in uh, any, every which okay, way. But, but you don't want the monkey, the one that AC described when he went to Brazil. <laughs> like, I don't know he this had, mon- like, that a monkey. monkey head and a squirrel body. <laughs> I don't know. What is that? We gotta have AC come on the on the show and talk about <laughs> yes, the, we the do. Rio de Janeiro monkeys. Uh, you, you will you, love that story. We definitely do. I, I no, I don't want those kind of monkeys. You want a regular want, monkey? I want a regular like, monkey. Like, like, but I, I think it'd be fun to have like like every which way but loose orangutan. I'm, I'm down with that. I, I wasn't until you just mentioned it now. But yeah, if we could have a, a Clyde, What's the good old like where we can shoot Harry, him with the gun yeah. and yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah, that that'd be good. So yes, that's my number. One thing is to try and, and Adam Hines, if you're listening, and I know you're not, <laughs> I would like a monkey on the halftime show. And then the other thing I have, and this is now, this is a little more serious. And this is for, I guess this be for Josh Sabo, maybe, mm-hmm. but it, for game ops, either way. We, at the end of every game, at the end of every Cavs victory at home, Cleveland Rocks. we play Cleveland Rocks, mm-hmm. which I'm all about. I think that's a great thing. However, we play the presidents of the United States version of Cleveland Rocks, which is a band. It's not really. It's like a Reagan band, right? And, it's and not Bush actually. Playing. It's it, it's an acronym. If you it, think it, about what it, what instrument the Tricky Dick plays in uh, the presidents? Either Do way, they wear masks. Do they wear? They don't. No, it's not like point. Oh, it's boring. not like uh, what is that? Point Break. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's not boring. like that. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a Reagan. No, yeah. no. They're, it's a band from Seattle, and I love this band. They're the ones who did uh, uh, Peaches. I, I actually have to confess that I never heard of them. You have heard of them. Okay. You, you so what, definitely have beef? heard of them. The, the beef? beef is that I love this band, and I love that song. But Just that version of that song is not the correct version. It's not the hard, kick-ass, thumping who is, who is ver- Ian Hunter, who was in a band called Mott the Hoople, back from like the David Bowie era. He's British. Mm-hmm. Have either one of you guys heard the Ian Hunter version of Cleveland Rocks? Not no. off, not, not knowing, not you. knowing. Okay, I'm, then after the show, I'm Hunter. sending it to both of you guys. That song rocks. Okay, that is the rocking. Able... The, the president's version is from Drew Carey. It's it's designed for a sitcom. It's mm-hmm. a cutesy version of Cleveland Rocks. It's not I, the cool version. I have a big I want concern. to play. I, that's that's my beat. How long have you been with the Cavs? This is my 20th season. Okay. I Can you explain to me why we play Billie Jean at the end of every game when no, we're winning? No, I can't explain that. I can't explain that, I, that. That's something that I would like to know. Do that, you know? That one no. I don't know either. Do, are you aware I don't mind of, of it. Billie Jean playing when... I, I'm not, but I might, yeah. I might be Whenever now. the game is going to be over... And we oh, like when right. we're dribbling the clock and out or whatever. In the game, oh. they start playing. They start playing right. Billie Jean. Yeah, you're right. And I, I and I unconsciously included in my broadcast because 
that I mean, my brain is already trained for, but I would like to find out what well, the that's reason a, that's is. That's another Sabo question. I would, I that is a, yeah, I don't, know, I don't know that one because it's like now that you're right, because that's when we're about to win the game. They always play when we're going to win. I always, I, and I, there's we need a Yankee Stadium, a Yankee Stadium. When they, when the Yankees win the game, they play Frank Sinatra's version of mm-hmm. the Star Spreading the News. Mm-hmm. And when they lose, they play, they play, they play the, they play what's her name version, uh, Liza Minnelli's version. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's awesome. That is kind of good. So I would like to find out why is okay. Michael Jackson, Billie Jean, Billie Jean. I, but I said we we need a Gino, man. I yeah. wish we had. But a by Gino. the way, I got new. Oh my god, that, if that, we had a Gino, that would be the greatest that, thing. You cannot copy that. You, can, you can't. You can't. By, he passed, by the way. He did. Yeah, he's dead. That dancer. Yeah, that dancer is dead. <laughs> Gino's dead. Uh, I have, still have that T-shirt. That, that is for those of, of you bit. who don't know. That's what they do in Boston. In Boston at the Garden. They play. I think you sent this to me. The Soul Train. I don't know if it's the Soul Train or American Band. And they, there's a disco sound, disco band <laughs> playing, and he's like dancing, moving like no one else can, better than John Travolta on Saturday Night Fever. And and he's the dude with like a long, like bell bottom, tight pants, and a t-shirt, and and you know, moving in the in the dance floor, right? And and I have, I I still have that t-shirt. It's awesome. It really is so, awesome. I hate made, Boston, and I hate. No, but that's I know, but kid. that one is awesome. That's I mean, I, it's that's great. It's organic. People go nuts. Yeah, people love it. Yeah, people so love that. Hey. It'd be nice if we had that. I'll ask Josh about the Billie Jean. You yeah. know what? We got Let's have him on the show let's and ask have Josh on the let's phone. Let's ask yeah. him about this. And make our suggestion. The other thing I was going to tell you is that I finally found a way, thanks to our friend Matt Eck, from also from uh, Game Ops Entertainment, yep, yep, yep. uh, Fieldhouse TV, whatever, whatever it is that they do now. I got a list of the halftime shows that we are going to have. That we're yes. going to be into. We, we, we're on a crusade of. The, we, and the first interview we're going to have is Christian and Scooby are going to be here on the thirty first for the game on the thirty first, and we're going to start having them on the show. Yeah, let's do it. Since he's he's been a favorite for everybody. Not he just for get, me. He, what about if Christian gets a monkey? Christian and Scooby well, and monkey. I told monkey. him that. Yeah, I told him <laughs> that he needs to get a monkey. Maybe the dog riding the monkey. Oh, you know the chihuahua. Yeah, I don't know. Something. You know what? We, I've seen a monkey ride a yeah. dog. At the same time that I want to have the dude with the chair, I forget his name also. Uh, the amazing Sladek. I think more like the angry Sladek. Like, <laughs> you know, right? I want I, I want to suggest to him, even though we all think that sh- that, that that the halftime show is one of the best ones, he should include like a, a fall off, <laughs> no. like on the second chair, and no. maybe like smack a chair on 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 no. for no. giving it to him the wrong or see, the wrong way or something. Going out that would make it more entertaining. See, because then everybody would be like, when nobody wants to see an old guy fall down no, or break a chair, chair over a mascot's head. He doesn't have to hurt himself, but from the second chair, he can like land and, and like be mad at Cersei C for giving him the chair the wrong way or something, you know? Because he have to be Cersei C ruining it. Okay, pronounce that guy's name. And then we'll say our thank you. Gabe or Sabuhin. Or Sabuhin. See, that's the thing. It's like, I don't know how to hide <laughs> or Sabuhin. Didi Lusada. <laughs> we first have to thank Raul Neto yes. Tony, who we're going to change his name right here on the show. That's we, our yes. that's our first crusade. I think the first, the first crusade. Thing to start is the people on Cavs.com should start referring to him as Raul Tony. As Raul Tony. That's so what that's, he wants. His wife wants that. He's... 
grandfather to rest in peace wants that. Exactly. He wants his, his family, family name to, to, to prevail. It's his family and, name. And we are going I'll, to have something I'll, to do I'll with it. I'll email Adam Silver right after. Yeah. This. I don't want to be called no, Joe the Third. Not nothing to do with the commissioner. Yeah. No, no, he needs to change it, though, for us. No, we'll change no. it, and then he just have, he'll have no choice. So we have to say thank you to uh, uh, Rahul. Raul. Raul. Tony. Yeah. We have to say thank you to El Muchacho Dorado, yes. the ladies' man, who thinks he's too good. The player. Too good. A college swimmer. College swimmer, yeah. Matt Gold. Man, I tell you, you blew it. Hey, is, she a, is she a good-looking lady? A beautiful girl. Yeah. Inside and out, Matt, unlike you. Yeah. <laughs> we have to say thank to, to Kelsey Russo for coming on. She was great. And then, of course, the people that really make all this go, uh, Robert J. Hageman, of course. Uh, we have to thank him. He does all the technical stuff. We have to thank B.J. Evans yes. uh, and the PR staff. B.J., who runs the PR staff, as you know. Ooh, ooh the Iron <laughs> Fist, man. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Churum Owens, Churum Owens Sammy Slingin' Clown. Sammy, and our own, and our own Devin, Devin Booker. Booker. And also, we got to say, here's a, here's a good thing, because we talked earlier about how cool Donovan Mitchell is. Donovan Mitchell got Devin Booker, the son's Devin Booker, to autograph, might have been even a Devin Booker jersey oh, for wow. our Devin Long Booker away, really? after the game. And and, and oh. Booker didn't even play against us, and wow, he still did that's that. that's cool. That's how cool it Donovan says, Mitchell like, is. It says, like, to the real Devin Booker signed by Devin the Booker. Phoenix Suns. How great oh, is that? Oh, wow. Yeah, that so is that, awesome. that's a good example. So Ooh. that's for the PR staff. That's worth a lot of money some, sometime soon. Yeah, that will. That will be, actually. That's <laughs> so good for her, and she's great. Uh, we have to say thank you to the greatest human in Cleveland, Lucy Matt. Lucy Matt. Lucy Veris. Lucy Veris, I'm Sorry, Lucy Veris, and the greatest, uh, she's the greatest female in Cleveland, the greatest male in Cleveland, <laughs> D-Mac. <laughs> the glue guy, the guy that makes this all happen, and of course, the dynamic duo of Dirty Kurt and the pickleball king, Woo. Marty Allen. Yeah, he actually, he he had a back problem, so he's raising the level of his competi competition from 80 to 85 well, and over. <laughs> Speaking of that, man, I was on the road this past time and I didn't check for a bidet one time. Did I place all have a bidet? We have a bidet in three of the five hotels we really? stayed at. I didn't even check. Yeah. Did you use them? Are you counting? Yeah. Uh, no, because I always think of, <laughs> of Big Daddy now. He's a bidet expert. Hey, we'll see you guys uh, next week or soon. And uh, as always, good night, Pretty Mac. Wherever you are. JR, wide open look. Wine and Gold Radio. Throw a ball in the hoop. Cleveland. This is for you. Ohio. Five seconds to go. Pass out to Bingo. Bingo on the run. The gun. No. Rebound. Clement. Clement got it. Clement got a rebound. America. Have some of that. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Thank you. 
With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today.